Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 1234 to Edmonton for the River Cree Resort Casino. We head off to the River Cree Resort Casino hotline. We got about five minutes with them. We uh, hook up with Elliot Freeman, who's working Sportsnet's free agent uh, frenzy draft day coverage. Uh, not draft day coverage, but uh, free agent coverage. Uh, Elliot, thank you for taking time to join us. How are you doing? I'm good, Bob. How are you doing? If I get a text or a call and I have to run, i got to run, but I'll give you guys as much time as I can. All right, let's get to it. Goaltending-wise, uh, what's the latest on Jacob Bergstrom? Is it looking like Calgary? I think he's going to Calgary. I think they're grinding away, but I think it's Calgary. It would be a surprise at this time if it didn't happen. Uh, I think it was a couple hours ago Edmonton thought they were out. They definitely made a push. I wouldn't be surprised if they're grinding over that seventh year. I think Calgary wants to do six, but uh, I expect it'll get done. But, you know, hey, nothing's ever done until it's done. Tell me this. Would you envision the Vegas Golden Knights trading Marc-Andre Fleury in the division? And, of course, Fleury would have to decide uh, to potentially come here. But uh, could you see Vegas doing something like that, or would that have to occur maybe in a three-way trade? I think at this point in time, beggars can't be choosers. If they got to clear the cap room, you clear the cap room, cap room wherever you can. You've decided that Leonard's your number one guy, and you just do what you have to do to make the moves that are necessary. That's what I would do anyway. Your thoughts on the Oilers signing Kyle Turris, two-year deal, $1.65 million, which you put out on Twitter. Well, excuse me, I'm... I'm a big Turris fan. I, I've liked Turris's game for a long time. In 2017, when Ottawa went to double overtime in Game 7 of the Eastern Final against Pittsburgh, you know, I thought Carlson was their best player, but I thought Turris was dynamite. He played unbelievable, and he got traded to Nashville. And to be honest, um, to be honest, Bob, I don't know what the heck happened there. I, I really don't. I was as shocked as anybody else that Turris wasn't as effective there. Um, I know the Predators felt that for whatever reason he lost a bit of an edge. You know, maybe you guys will get the benefit of it. He's probably hurt and embarrassed that this has happened to him. And um, I, I think it's like I'm a big Turris guy. I hope he finds what he lost. And uh, I think he has a lot to offer you guys. Alex Petrangelo, let's circle back to Vegas. They uh, divest themselves of Paul Stashney. They get a taker for the money. It's a great move by Kelly McCrimmon, in my opinion. Uh, is Petrangelo, is he Vegas bound or is St. Louis still in this thing, do you think? I think St. Louis will still be in it, but I'm, if I had to bet on someone, I would bet on, like, I, I think that Vegas has been targeting this. And, you know, the rumors out there are things like, um, you know, things like seven uh, years, eight and a half. I mean, I don't know if that's what it's going to be, but that's what I've heard is out there. Um, you know, I expect that, like, 
my if I had to wager, I'd be wagering on Vegas. I think they've been targeting this. I think that's why they traded Stasny. I think that's why they're looking to move another defenseman, maybe Martinez or Schmidt or something like that. Um, we'll see, but they've always been my pick. I could see Florida being there too, but I, I generally think that Petrangelo's choice, if it wasn't St. Louis, has been Vegas. Columbus moved out a ton of money yesterday. Nashville's moved out a bunch of money. John Hines coached Taylor Hall before. Some people think Montreal makes sense for Taylor Hall. Maybe even Toronto could move Nylander out and get Taylor Hall. Uh, Edmonton doesn't have the cap space at this time to get in on Taylor Hall, I think. Or do they? Tell me what you're hearing on Taylor Hall. I don't think it's going to be a one- or two-year deal. I think it's going to be more than that, Bob. I think there's a lot of interest. I think he's doing Zoom calls today with teams that are interested. You know, I heard some people say he might decide tonight. I heard some people say he might take a bit of time on the weekend. I think that um, I think there's a, a ton. I guess a lot of teams that want to talk to him, and I think he's going to separate uh, a bunch from others. Now, you know, Columbus is an interesting one. I think Columbus wants to go star hunting. And, you know, some of my coworkers think that Columbus is thinking offer sheet. They considered it last year with Marner. They wanted to do it. Uh, Marner wasn't so crazy about it. So I wonder if they're looking at Yeah, I wonder if that's who they're looking at. I do. Yeah, Matthew Barzell. That'd be an interest. Because the Islanders are, they're a little bit pressed right now, obviously. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning putting Tyler Johnson on waivers. Your thoughts? I'm surprised at that. I mean, maybe I shouldn't be, but I was. Um, I wonder if, you know, he has a no-trade clause. He doesn't have a no-move, but he has a no-trade. I wonder if there's a team that's interested in him that he he wouldn't wave to. And now that that, this is the way they get around it. It's happened before. It happened with a player you know well, Todd Marchant, uh, from from, uh, Columbus to Anaheim where he won a Stanley Cup. Um, I, I do wonder if it's something like that. Hmm, interesting. Tyson Berry. I mean, I'm looking at the Oilers here, and if they don't get Markstrom, and again, right now it looks like Calgary's, but nothing's been verified yet on Markstrom. Uh, that would take Edmonton to a different tier in terms of the potential goaltenders available. Uh, what are you hearing on Tyson Berry? I, I've just heard that there's a bunch of your neighbors and you are looking at him, and it's a grind to see what he can get. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, here's what we're going to do, Elliot. We know you're busy. We've got to get you back on your show. Thanks for taking time to join us here in Oilers Now, okay? All right. My pleasure, Bob. Sorry I can't give you more time. You know uh, I love coming on with you. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Thanks a lot for doing that. That's Elliot Friedman. It is 1239 in Edmonton. Keep texting us, 780 uh, And, again, um, this text comes in, uh, Bob, 100% on Flurry on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. The Oilers still in huge need of an intensity player big time. Mike Smith was that. Flurry has that. Connor Shuri to, to Foley. It may be the biggest need to make the team better. Uh, okay. Bob, if not Flurry at 50% retained in a, with a second-round pick, the Oilers should go after the most underrated goaltender of all time. That is Corey Crawford. Oilers GM says, hi, Bob. No to all the goaltenders you mentioned. Merzlichkins is there to be taken. Holland, go get him from Oilers GM. Oilers GM, are you friends with Jerry Johansson? He's got Merzlichkins. We've talked about the depth of Columbus's organization. The problem with Merzlichkins is he's a $4 million cap hit for two years. So if you do that, some money would have to go back. Stan. 
says, Bob, the theory that uh, players would take pay cuts to play with McDavid and Drysaddle is dream based on irrational optimism. It's some of the management that is the Achilles heel. Nobody took a pay cut uh, to play with Michael Jordan other than Jordan himself. That one comes to us from Stan. Bob, if you get Barry, you need Zadarov. As you know, it's about the pairing more than just the player. Another texter says, Flurry is washed up. I don't believe Flurry's washed up. Bob, your argument that uh, Vegas won't trade within the division is ridiculous. Vancouver just passed on signing Markstrom, and this allowed Calgary or any team in their division to get Markstrom. And again, right now, it appears as though Markstrom, Calgary's in the driver's seat on uh, Markstrom. Mark andre Fleury, and Edmonton instantly makes them a contender. Mark adds, this is a different Mark, says regarding Dwayne Rolson. Dwayne Rolson's 100% correct. They can't worry about trading in the division if they're Vegas. That's the poison pill they have to swallow to get him off the uh, off the book. The Edmonton Oilers have signed Tyler Innes. Tyler Innes coming back to Edmonton. This was a uh, possibility. It's just been put out right now by the Oilers organization. So there's your left wing. So they sign a 3C in terms of Kyle Turris. And then they get Tyler Innes. My guess is it'll be a number at $1 million or less. And we'll just wait uh, for the number to come in here momentarily. But Innes is back with the Edmonton Oilers. And again, I would be surprised if it was over a uh, million dollars. We're going to go to commercial break. It's 1242 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers now. Hi, this is Jujar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Text us at any time at 780-496-0063. The Edmonton Oilers, uh, multiple sources reporting Tyler Ennis, one-year deal, $1 million. This after they signed Kyle Turris as a 3C, two-year deal, $1.65 million. So Ennis back in the fold on a one-year deal. It was uh, sitting there for Edmonton at any time. So $2.65 million for two top nine forwards for the team, which is what you have to do when you have compressed cap space. The Chiseler out of Vegas says, Bob, trying to keep the text simple, staying out of your way, big boy. Any chance of bringing Roley back in between the pipes? They say you could still play. The uh, Knights moving Stashney to LePay, good deal, didn't need him. Sounds like Treculent Friday with today's lineup, but I digress. Uh, the Flower would automatically give Edmonton five to six more dubs. Crawford, not a chance. Hmm, hmm. Clint has texted the show to say, Bob, I hear Petrovich has signed with Calgary on a two-way deal at 700 NHL, 300 AHL. Thank you very much. Actually, somebody else suggested that to me earlier today as well. I didn't get around to, to mention it, but thanks for the text. Uh, John Shannon's going to join us right now. I believe we have John on the line. John, it's Bob Stoffer. How are you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. What are you hearing is the latest on uh, where we're at with the goaltender right now. Is Markstrom to Calgary done? Is Edmonton out on Markstrom? Uh, what are your sources saying? Uh, the Oilers are out on Markstrom, uh, and uh, things have not been confirmed in Calgary. Nobody is saying a darn word anywhere about, about Calgary. But, I mean, every, there have been reports of that from reputable people on social media but uh, the flames aren't saying anything the agency's not saying anything so i guess officially it's not done yet um, but it's pointing in that direction 
Uh, all right. Uh, are, do you know if the numbers were correct in terms of a seven-year deal at five million? That that's what Edmonton was prepared to go to on Markstrom. I, I, I would be I, I would be guessing a little bit. All I know is is that uh, the only way the Oilers were going to make this work from their own perspective is longer term, so that the AAV would be lower, Bob. And and yeah. I think the five million dollars is a, probably a pretty close to the right number. Uh some interesting, you know, when you look at free agency, it's almost like you have to factor in, yes, a Pugliarvi, a one-year deal at one, or sorry, two-year deal at $1.17 million. They get Turris, two years at $1.65 million. They just got Inniston at $1 million. The Oilers did not have a lot of cap space here. That might be their third line, John. This is... I was wondering, I, I was actually trying to figure out who would play with Kyle. I, I, I think the Turris move... Um, and I've known Kyle since he played in, in, in for uh, uh, for Rick Land in, in Burnaby uh, in the old uh, BC Junior League uh, before he before he got drafted. I, I think Kyle Turris is a hell of a guy and a hell of a player. Uh, I don't know what went wrong in Nashville. I don't know what wrong went wrong in his last year in Ottawa. Uh, but if there's some way that a former coach of his, Dave Tippett, can recapture what Turris did for so many years, for almost a decade in this league, then the Oilers got a steal. But that's the reality of free agency in 2020 when you have all these buyouts and guys can take really, really team-friendly deals in order to try to play them way, play themselves back into the NHL. Like a guy like Kevin Shattenkirk has done, who is now going to be on the market for bigger money and longer term than he ever imagined when he got bought out by the Rangers. Yeah, I, I think for Oilers fans... Uh you know, the the, the Poliarvi, Terrace, Ennis. I mean, there's some skill there. We'll see what happens with Poliarvi. Uh, they've, they've got a lot of right wings, John, but they've also got maybe as much as four months before we're playing. Cassian, yeah. Yamamoto, Archibald, Poliarvi, Chason, Patrick Russell, I guess, is maybe a 14th or 15th forward. But certainly five guys that expect to play between Cassian, Yamamoto, Archibald, Poliarvi, and Chason. And to me, the only one that can play the left side is Archibald. And now you have Ennis here. You still have Neil, and you have Nygaard and Kara. So, interesting. I mean, it's going to certainly give Dave Tippett some options, isn't it? It is. Uh, and, you know, I, the, the Pugliarvi one is really an interesting deal. And I know it's been, for the, since the signing, every every show on on Ched and every show and every other radio station have been, you know, chomping on it. Um, I, I just think that, you know, we haven't really seen the, the real Jesse Pugliarvi, particularly if you remember his season ended, the last one he ended in Edmonton, with that double hip surgery in New York City. Uh, and and two years later, two years healthier, uh, I think this guy could be such a wild card for the Edmonton Oilers at a bargain rate. And and that, to me, is, is a real positive for a, a new manager in Ken Holland who doesn't have any history with Jesse um, and, uh, and for Dave Tippett. The, the key question for me is, uh, what will his teammates think of him? Will the teammates buy in on him? Because... Uh, in his last little while uh, in Edmonton, uh, you know, there were some of his teammates that had turned on him, and, and that was an issue. Hopefully that won't be the case uh, when he comes back. Oilers got a lot of forwards. He didn't have a lot of cap space. I know there was an erroneous uh, report out there in Mike Hoffman. That was never going to come to fruition. Uh, hey, listen, not, not, the, the interesting thing is, is uh, right now the longest deal in place is three years. Yeah. Three years maximum, um, and I'm, I'm not including Matt Murray because Murray was really a restricted reagent signing. But all these UFAs are signing 
for three years at the max. Cam Talbot got that. Uh, Anton Hudobin got that back in Dallas. Uh, to me, those, that to me is the telling tale of what's going on in the National Hockey League. All right, well, let's... are staying away from term. Yeah, well, I, I, I can go into a lengthy explanation coming up once I know that there's clarity on Markstrom 100%. Uh, Pierre Lebrun is reporting on Twitter that the owners have checked in on the likes of uh, Thomas Grice and Corey Crawford, but nothing cooking there at the moment. I think Edmonton is going to be patient now after losing out on Markstrom. Might be a dare uh, to before Edmonton addresses the goalie position. Uh, there is a there is a goalie out there that could be potentially in play. His name is Mark Andre Fleury. Can Edmonton get in on that? Would would that would would Edmonton be a place that Alan Walsh and Mark Andre Fleury would want to go to? Would Kelly McCrimmon allow Mark Andre Fleury to come to a divisional rival? Most of our listeners say absolutely they would do that. They need to clear the money if they want Petrangelo. John Shannon, what say you? Well, right now um, Edmonton is not on a list that Fleury would would want to uh, would accept. Uh, so that would be one issue. Is that? Negotiable? I think everything's negotiable at this point. I think Mark Andre Fleury would be an outstanding, an outstanding uh, acquisition for Edmonton if they were able to get over all the hurdles uh, financially. I mean, how much of the, uh, how much of his actual six million dollars uh, salary would uh, would would the Oilers have to take uh, versus what Vegas would have to take? Um, you know, the magic is it's only for two years. And by then, you'd have to hope that some of your young guys would uh, would improve. If there was a trade, does that mean Koskinen would go the other way? Usually, when you trade for a goalie, you give a goalie up. So there's a lot. I mean, this is a Rubik's cube, Bob. This is a Rubik's cube when it comes to Mark Andre Fleury um, being uh, considered by the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, you know, in, in, in reading Pierre's tweet myself, let's be honest. Every manager looks at every player they run through this the pro scouting guys run through this on a constant basis uh and i'm sure that they've kicked tires and made phone calls on a ton of goaltenders uh that uh, beyond thomas grice uh, and and beyond Corey crawford so from that perspective i i i, I think that uh, i don't even think it needs to be done in over the weekend i mean i think that this is a, a deep pool of goaltenders and I think the Oilers can find somebody to help shore up that position, uh, you know, 20, 72 hours, 96 hours from now and maybe even later, just to get a good bargain. All right. Well, talking about a good bargain coming, there's going to be a good bargain and goal coming somewhere. John, you know what the lineage is in terms of some of the Oilers' picks over uh, July 1st signings over the years here, right? Like, the fact the of the Oilers matter is... probably been the most aggressive Canadian team when it comes to free agency in the last decade. And they've been a little quiet the last four years, and that's probably a good thing. Okay, 2013, they signed Andrew Ference and Boyd Gordon. Ference played six games in his final two years in Edmonton. Boyd Gordon got bought out in his third year. Yeah. The next the next year, they signed Pouliot and Fane. Pouliot got bought out the final two years of his deal, and Fane played four games in the final two years of his deal. The year after that, they signed Sekra, who in fairness, had he not got hurt, probably would not have been bought out. But he got bought out in the final two years, and Mark Letestu. Letestu probably delivered based on price point. They traded him for a third-round pick. Twenty-six. These are July 1st signings. Yeah. Uh, 2016 Milan Lucic. We all know what happened there. 
Kevin, uh, Ken Holland's gone with a patient approach. Mark says Tyler Ennis, great signing and value. Kyle Turris, good signing and value. We need more of these value signings. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do they sign somebody on defense, given the cleft bomb situation? Oh, yeah, I think they have to. You know, I mean, I, and, I, mean I, I do think that I do think it's imperative, and I do. I, and I mentioned it on the show with you. I think when the Wednesday. bomb news came out, yeah, yeah, you're, you're going to end up using your LTIR. You're going to end up using that space if you know. And you know, you're. You know, the interesting thing is that, and I, I also wonder about this uh, when it comes to cleft bomb. You know, we did that documentary on Connor that he went the non-surgical route. You have to wonder how much influence something like that is on a guy like uh-huh. cleft bomb who's still deciding. Uh-huh whether to have yep. surgery or just to rehab it. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. John, uh, as, uh, as we discussed on Wednesday, thanks for taking time to join us here on Friday in Oilers Now. Always a pleasure, Bob. Happy there Thanksgiving. You go. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. And uh, it will be a best of uh, Oilers Now on, uh, on Friday. Or on Monday. Is that right, Brendan? We're going to do a best of Oilers now? You got it. On, on Thanksgiving. All right. So uh, let's, uh, let's do a bit of a reset here. Uh, we're going to take a timeout. It's 12.55 at Edmonton. Tyler Ennis has been re-signed. One-year deal, $1 million. Kyle Turris, after being bought out by Nashville, two-year deal, $1.65. Uh, there are multiple reports saying the Oilers may be patient on the goaltending front. Will they strike on defense with a guy like Tyson Berry? Is that possible? Um it's interesting to see uh, what's going to happen. And I just ran down all those free agent signings, 2013 to 2016. The Oilers, I uh, think you can make a strong argument. Some of them didn't work because sometimes you overpay for mid-range value. And there's been shorter terms. As an example, Ken Holland last year on July 1st signed two players. Mike Smith, one-year deal. Alex Chase on two-year deal at $2.2 million. Nobody got a three-year deal on July 1st last year. Oilers get Turris on a one-year deal, Ennis on a one, uh, Turris on a two-year deal, Ennis on a one-year deal. Those have been the moves so far today. We'll take a quick timeout, do a reset when we come back. You're listening to Oilers now. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30. Chet. Thanks a lot, Darnell. It is currently 12:58 in Edmonton, and uh, we are going to uh, do the Oilers now free agent report for James H. Brown injury lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. James H. Brown, Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang at James H. Brown want you to stay safe and stay positive. All right, back at the 6:30 Chet Studios with a bit of a free agent update. Here is the one and only. Brendan Escott. All right. Well, Toronto got things going this morning. They signed 32-year-old Wayne Simmons. One year, a million and a half dollars there. Veteran Bobby Ryan, he is off to Detroit. One year, one mil. Patrick Maroon, Luke Shen, both re-upping in Tampa. Two years for the big rig. $1.8 million total there. Um, and Luke Shen gets the uh, same basic cap hit there, about 800000 Radko Gudis in Florida. So is Carter Verhage. Henrik Lundqvist officially in Washington. One one year, a million and a half. Cam Talbot gets three years, $11 million for Minnesota. Braden Holtby in Vancouver, two years, $4.3 million per season there. Uh, and Alex Wenberg, another one here, Bob, looking at one year, $2.25 million uh, from Bill Zito down in Florida. 
Still no confirmation at this time on Jacob Markstrom to Calgary. It is believed Edmonton is out. It is believed the Oilers will stay patient in goal, maybe wait a day or two. Alex Petrangelo linked to the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Vegas Golden Knights. Taylor Hall, Nashville, Columbus, Montreal, uh, potentially Calgary as well. I would see at this stage the Oilers have got like 15 forwards. Don't see there being a fit there, not a lot of cap space as well. Had they been an $85 million cap, might have had to have had that uh, discussion. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Uh, Oilers now free agent frenzy coverage will continue. Brian Lawton coming up from the NHL Network. Jack Michaels as well. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.